it's weird starting this in person. Yeah. Because we usually can... Shoot the shit. Yeah. Pick my nose. But now we're actually, we're recording video of this because one of Peter's friends wanted to see the actual video of us watching the yeah. finale. But here we are. Fuck, let's just get right into it. Guys, this is the finale. It's this happening. Is, this is the final episode. I'm so excited. I will no longer be a first time watcher of Avatar after I know. this. We'll have to change the titles. It's change everything. <laughs> it's, it's You're no longer going to be the Avatar newbie. Well, I will if we continue to watch. Cor- you'll be the Korra Cora newbie. newbie. And we'll both be the newbie for the live yeah, action exactly. in some sense. It's surreal, you know? Yeah. But anyways, everyone, get your snacks. We got them. This is so like, the idea of this, I guess, would be, I don't know why you would just watch us watching this on its own, but if you want to rewatch the episode with us, that's why it's here. It'll be the second half of the finale. It's a four-parter, so the last two parts, we're planning to film us watching, and that's what we're doing. That's the plan for today. So let's get started. Uh, Let's do our, our theme What's it called? Song? What do we call it? We have a theme song and it goes, it goes like, like this. Welcome back, everyone, to Avatar The First Viewing. This is the podcast where a first-time watcher of the show Avatar The Last Airbender goes through and watches the entire series from start to finish alongside an Avatar expert. I am your Avatar expert, Eli. I am your Avatar newbie. My name is Peter. Welcome back. To the show. And as I preface, this is going to be, this, it all, all roads lead to this. This is our final, we're going to watch two episodes, the last two parts of Sozin's Comet. So yeah. this will be it for Avatar The Last Airbender. And then that's, yeah. and then there, there we go. We finally did it. It's been many years in the making. We started this, we oh, recorded man. the first one in 2020. That's insane to me. I've grown so much, Eli. Yeah. And so have you and your hair. It has, it has, uh, and yours, your hair got shorter. My hair got shorter. I used to have you long, the ponytail. long hair back then. Uh, that's still your, uh, your contact on my phone. No way. Is, uh, there you are. Oh man. Look <laughs> at, at that the, flow. At the observatory. Oh yeah. 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 You let your hair down then. And I was like, that's the first time I've seen it down that way. And yeah, I was like, like, wow. <laughs> I like it. All right. So, let's, let's do it, bro. Without any further ado, it's time. Oh, okay. Now I'm finally like, it's starting to hit me. I'm like, the adrenaline's starting to go. Because once you take that step, and yeah. once we finish, there's no going back. Dude, there's... Forever, never again will you be an yeah. Avatar newbie. Yeah. Ooh. This is a rite of passage. I've had like five, I've had like, yeah, four people in the last two weeks, like say to me, like, how's the podcast going? Are you mm-hmm. done yet? Mm-hmm. And I told them where I am. Yeah. And then I'm going to LA to finish it. And they wow. like wished me well they like they like ah yes the journey up the mountain yeah they, they were so excited for me yeah everyone i have no idea what's gonna happen but like everyone's like just wait yeah, just yeah, wait yeah no no you don't even know I mean, that's so, what i've been telling you this whole time but like what else can they pull out like is it the oh dragons come out like i don't understand like now you get to see well you have been seeing it because we always chat over a video yeah digitally because peter lives in new york so you see my poker face Audience, you usually uh, you don't see my poker face, but now I'm live, person to person, trying to give my poker yeah. face of not trying to say what's going to happen. <laughs> it's always this. <laughs> You'll have to see. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to. Someone commented that what? on uh, the most recent episode yeah, we posted. Yeah. They said he's like, what? they're like, wow, Eli, your poker face when Peter says something that's exactly correct, and also <laughs> he says something completely opposite. <laughs> <of being> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. Because I've been so wrong and yeah. like r- randomly, dude. The, the, still to this, like, still today, like the turtle thing. The fact that that was real. I know. Like, I was so mad. I I still think about that. <laughs> I don't know. It's a giant turtle. Yeah, it's, a, it's a giant turtle. Whatever. All right, get Griselda out of here. Let's yeah, watch. Yeah. Let's watch a, a well. Avatar. <laughs> well, viewers, we're about to begin this monumental point in history. Peter no longer being the Avatar newbie. Did I say that? No. I always say Avatar, and I don't mean to. Anyways, Avatar newbie. Here we go. We're going to record while we watch. We're just going to put in... I'm going to put in little highlights for us to reference. Yeah. So I'll see you on the other side. Wait, what second are we starting at? We're starting right... Oh, okay, okay. 4726. 4726. On Netflix. Yeah. Right where it says, Book 3, Fire, Chapter 20, Sozum's Comet, 
part three, Into the Inferno. All right. Give us a three, two, one. We're going straight. Yeah. Three, two, one. Yep, yep. Yo. The end. Oh! Dang! Yeah, chills, bro. Oh, man, I have so many thoughts. I have so many questions. And we just finished. Peter, you are now officially <laughs> no longer an Avatar newbie. No longer is it the first viewing for you. The first viewing has been completed. And listeners, you've been along for every step of the way to complete this viewing with Peter. So I want to say a few things off the, off the bat. If you have been listening along with us and you just got here, thank you for yeah. experiencing that with us. That means so much that, to me. Yes. And... I just, yeah, I can't express enough gratitude that you've decided to go along this whole journey yeah. with Peter. Yeah. As he did it. Especially if you were listening from when we started. Yeah, I, this podcast and this show is so much more than, than what I bargained for. I thought it'd be mm-hmm. a cute side project and that was it. But it meant so much to have a consistent like friendship through COVID, through mm-hmm. the hard times of the last few years and Zuko and Aang became like two of my bestest friends too that helped me like reflect about my own life yeah and yeah to share in those moments of delight of realization of self-reflection and to see so many people I think enjoy as you did watching someone go through it for the first time I think it speaks to why, like, our podcast, we're just two fucking dudes. That's right. Just talking about random shit, but, like, I think that's why we have listeners. And mm-hmm. well, I'm so grateful that you had this idea and we brought it to fruition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so glad. And we finally have reached the finish line. It's, like, the longest creative project that I've done. Yeah. Consistently. It's one yeah. thing yeah, yeah. that we've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we've done. And, it's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so happy for us to finally be here. But we just finished, and I want to know overall thoughts. Final two episode. Oh, God. What do you think, Peter? This is the hardest. I'm pretty emotional, dude. Yeah. I'm a little bit high <laughs> off of, like, the episode. Yeah. And maybe you can tell by the heartfelt soliloquy I just did, <laughs> but, like, I'm much more personally emotional than I thought I would be because yeah. the this marks the end of something mm-hmm. that's very, very near and dear to me. So I, I'm kind of feeling the emotions of that, but yeah. I want to watch it again immediately. <laughs> that's what I did. When and I, yeah. I also want to watch it again, the all four parts together. Mm-hmm. And I think I didn't realize how much it was intended to be viewed, I think, altogether mm-hmm. until I watched the second half. I think like... I would have enjoyed the organic yeah. ebb and flow of the epicness. And I think I kind of chopped it up for the sake of wanting to gush. Yeah. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I mean, they really brought it in terms of the cinematic epic nature. Totally. I was blown away. I have a few questions around the turtle stuff. I couldn't really hear mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And that was frustrating, but I think it's mostly that I couldn't hear him. Mm-hmm. I'm still processing how I feel about the way that they resolved it. Yeah. It's like... It's not like a... Most episodes, I'm like, no-brainer. Oh, amazing episode. <laughs> this was amazing. And everything was great. And here's my cute little nitpicky yeah. critiques. But this had such a tall task and yeah. so many things to do. Yeah. And look, I'm not trying to critique it or say that it wasn't fucking amazing and everything I yeah. wanted. And, and like it blew me away for sure. I just I, – I don't think I can honestly say yeah. how I feel about – the resolutions and the, what that means thematically. So mm-hmm. the big ones are, I mean, I guess we're kind of getting into it. Yeah. Ozai was defeated by nullifying his bending power. Energy bending. Energy bending. That's what you kind of hear. But Oh, I see. They don't say energy bending, but that's what the turtle implies when he says, before there were bending. There, there was I, elemental I, bending or whatever? No, yeah. Uh, yeah, before there was that. Before there were benders, there was just the energy. I don't remember the exact quote. I see. Yeah. But 
that's what he harnesses at the end there. But I no, see. so I don't want to infect your overall yeah, yeah, thoughts yeah, yeah. too much. Keep going. Yeah, so the main thing was that he was defeated, not through murder, but through other means of like nullifying his bending. Mm-hmm. And then the other big like predictions thing that we see resolution for was Zuko is with May. Yes, hugely. Yeah. And Aang is with Katara. Is with Katara. So that that's that's a thing. <laughs> and yeah, those are the main things I would say. Yeah. Like the big, big like, surprises. I think I'm into it. I think I'm into all of it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm into all of it. But you know, maybe we'll do like a recap episode like in a week or two or something. But I think we should do well, I'll give my overall thoughts and then I think we yeah. should do a newbie recap because I think that'll help you process what you just watched. You're right, you're right. Because it you're is right, a lot. Right. And especially watching two episodes back to back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me just give my overall thoughts. Yeah. I've said this before. This is my favorite finale of any show. This, this yeah, is the best yeah, finale. Yeah. Because yeah. just this the scale of what they were doing, the epicness is there in a way that so many other shows will let you down on. Yeah, true. Everything, like the... They did not disappoint when they said this will be the most powerful that will be in the next hundred years. To me, when I watched this, it completely surpassed my expectations of how they would show this to the viewers in a way that's not just, oh, that they look kind of more powerful. It was really insanely cinematic. The direction was amazing. The action was the best of the series, hands down. The music, I love the music. The voice acting, the certain performances, I think especially Azula was like really, really, really good. It's goaded. It's <laughs> it's so good. So much, you can just tell when you're watching something like this, you know that the team just had, the passion was there. Yeah, You could feel the love was in everyone, maybe not everyone, but the people who worked on this, they put their love into it, and it absolutely shows. I fucking love these two episodes. They're amazing. And I'm so happy that you're finally able to experience it, and I can just tell all about everything Avatar now. I've been holding in yeah. so much, and now the, the cat's out of the bag, besides the chorus stuff. And there's, a lot of cor- <laughs> and there's a lot of chorus stuff, but those are my overall thoughts. Let's get into our new recap. Yep, yep. Wow. Newbie recap for the final time. <laughs> the final newbie recap. Everything is the last thing. <laughs> the last first viewing. Avatar, the last airbender. <laughs> this is the last me saying, Peter, do the newbie recap for Avatar. And then once you start, it'll be the last time you're doing the newbie uh, recap. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's the last time we Boo. play the themes. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> Okay, okay. Let me do do the newbie recap. Okay, um, hmm, how do I want to approach this? Newbie recap. I think we start with... How do we start with with Tafsuki and Sokka? It goes right into it. Yeah, they go right into it. Yeah, because this was all one episode aired back to back. And so it just starts right off the bat with them being like, all right, we're here. Here's the balloons. Let's get on the balloons. Yeah, they're okay. They're on the balloons. Sokka, Toph... And so there's three parties, right? There's Aang, there's Sokotov, Suki, and then there's Katara and Zuko. Yeah. Sokotov and and Suki get on top of the air balloons where the Phoenix King and like his, you know, lieutenant or whatever are riding on towards Ba Sing Se. Mm -hmm. And And they're dramatically on this platform that is outstretched. On front of the balloons. And they basically start... They do scale so well. Mm-hmm. And they basically start jet propulsion engine, like smite, torching. Like talk about scorched, scorched earth. Exactly. Just mowing down forestry in their path mm-hmm. as they near Bossing Se, like the shores of Bossing Se. Sokka, Toph, and Suki take over one ship and Toph does this insane Iron Man <laughs> fucking metal bending thing to take the ship over. And they use that ship to take down most of the other ships. Part of the way through, they're unable to. They almost fail. And then Suki comes. Suki got separated because that original balloon disintegrated. Suki comes back to help them survive. And I think that's kind of it. They're kind of their role is to take out all the ships other than the Fire Lord. Yeah. So that they can't be like decimating the forestry. And mm-hmm. they kind of successfully do that. And mm-hmm. then they, of course, this is inter, all interlaced. Yeah. But that's kind of their part. There's also the White Lotus Party that yes. is taking back Bossing Say, led by Iroh, but like Boomy's there, the other masters are there. Wow, they like blast through the walls of Bossing Say using the Iroh does. Iroh does yeah. something that he couldn't do when yeah, he yeah, lost yeah. his son, right? 
the masters are so epic. Like they mm-hmm. just, they're so deft at their craft and they like this montage of them taking it over. Is so cool. How they work together. Yeah. They take back over bossing say, and that's kind of their role from the fire Lord fire nation siege mm-hmm. on Katara and Zuko's side. Azula, first of all, it's through the beginning of the episode. I didn't expect this because they didn't really hint towards this. Yeah. She's having a meltdown because her friends betrayed her. It feels like her dad is like kind of doesn't give a shit about her either. Mm-hmm. And she cuts her bangs. And when you you know when a girl <laughs> scissor cuts their bangs, <laughs> they're fucking losing something it. Something is up. Yeah, something's up. <laughs> she is about to get coronated as the Fire Lord. But Zuko and Katara come down on Appa. Challenges Zuko to Agni Kai. Or Zuko challenges her. Zuko challenges her. Yeah. But then she says Agni Kai. Yeah. Because, you know, full circle, dramatic. Yeah. It's also kind of, I'm sure it's something that they unspokenly had on their minds forever. Yeah. So they do this Agni Kai and they have an epic battle that's interspersed. It's incredible. Her blue flames, his red flames. I think, arguably. Nah, it's not better than Aang's fight. But yeah, it's I know really what you mean. Close. Because the it's just different scales. Yeah. With Aang and the Fire Lord, they needed to go like balls to the wall in terms of the yeah. environment and moving around and doing yeah. that. With this one, they could just specifically focus on the martial arts and the firebending. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. they knew they had their assignment and they just said, let's they just let the animators cook. And that was my thought. I had this thought the first time and I thought I had it this time. is like they completely just said like let him cook. And they, <laughs> they cooked so hard the whole yeah. time. Every – it's so – it's just yeah. epic. It's epic yeah, the yeah, way yeah. they did well, it. They – this was the climax. Like they, yeah. they, they, were, they were always holding back. A little bit. A little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. But they yeah. really let loose here and it was amazing. Yeah. I think that – that fight was amazing. And the way that it resolved was Katara actually somewhat out – in some sense outsmarts mm-hmm. Azula, Azula. Gets her above like a water pit, freezes her, and then like puts her in handcuffs. Yeah. That's how Ch- – Chains her down to the, her down. to the grate. There's a yeah. water – there's a grate with water underneath it. And yeah, then yeah, she's yeah. stuck with her like desperation cries that yeah. she has when she's, when she's there. And that's what really s- stuck with me. When I heard it again, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was – that was equally as powerful from when I watched it the first time. Yeah, I, I think this episode was so moving in so many ways, but yeah. that scene definitely stuck with me. It really felt like you felt pity. You felt yeah. shook. It really was like a wild beast's last whales or yeah. something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, It was from the depths of her heart strings mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the phrase is. That's how that part ends. And then, of course, Aang versus the Fire Lord. Yeah. They have an epic duel mm-hmm. on what I felt was an amazing arena for them to do this. Yeah. It's like these rock pillars. They had all the elements there. There's a waterfall yeah. nearby as well. Yeah, there was everything the there. Ocean. Yeah, and I think they really made the ebb and flow of the powers and the the kind of shifting of the dynamics mm-hmm. really do really well. I liked how much... Okay, we're getting into favorite parts. Basically, they have this epic battle through that area. He eventually enters the Avatar state, and the, kind yeah, of that's takes like the, the the whole first episode is just yeah. nuts to butts action. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. dude. There's like hardly any dialogue. Yeah, it's just it's just straight up them battling each other. It didn't do the anime trope of many frequent breaks in between the fights to be like, "Ah, you'll never beat me." Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ah, you. You killed uh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. just just action. Oh, I didn't even realize that, but I'm glad that they didn't because that's yeah. kind of like the stuff of anime that I don't need yeah. you to yeah, yeah. take over. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, this was kind of a, a bit of a DBZ exactly. fight, yeah. but it was missing that crucial aspect that makes it a DBZ fight, yeah. which is like the, the verbal fronting. Yeah. And they didn't do that really. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but Aang is basically getting out matched for a while and then he enters he gets like hit right in the right in the azula scar he's in his rock yeah. for a second he's kind of out of doesn't know what to do yeah and it's just saying i'm just gonna hold yeah, up here yeah, yeah, as long yeah. as i can yeah enters the avatar state and then basically it's not him anymore once he's the avatar yeah right? yeah 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 he seems like a different yeah person and he yeah is in the avatar state and he has the upper hand now and he's actually about to smite down on Fire Lord, 
But then Aang overrides the Avatar state, turns it off, and mm-hmm. says, no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Flashbacks of Lion Turtle. Mm-hmm. And he has this, like, Agent Smith, Neo. You know what he does? What? He sees with earthbending. Oh. Yes. He sees with earthbending. It's the same visualization that they did when they show Toph doing that and when he first learned to do that. Oh. So that's how he sees him when he's looking away. That makes sense. It was like yeah. that gray, like silver. Yeah. And then the white line that comes and like traces the outline of them or yeah. the, their form. And so he sees him attack yeah. without looking at him and then traps his hand yeah. in earth. Oh, I didn't realize that's what was happening. Yeah. I thought he was just like so in tune or something. No. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he traps him again. Clearly, this is like he's just on another level now. Yeah. Right. And he touches his third eye and his heart. And then they do this, like, engulfed in red and blue, like, back and forth thing. Yeah. And then Aang wings out because his spirit is pure or something like that. Yeah. And then he takes his bending away. And that's how the war ends. Basically, the, the exposition is that, yeah, we said it. Zuko is the Fire Lord. The Fire Lord is locked up. Everyone's kind of in harmony, mm-hmm. hanging out. Aang and Katara kiss as they look off it into the distance. Right there. And yeah. that's the end. Zuko and May also kiss, so that's yeah. how they end up. Iroh has his tea shop, in, yeah. or they have tea together in yeah. Bossing Say. Yeah. And then Zuko, it's kind of a bit of a cliffhanger. Zuko goes to see his father and said, where's my mother? Yeah. So I wonder if, I like that. I wonder if they show some stuff around that for I, I'm gonna, uh, Legend of Korra. But. I'm going to go ahead and sort yeah. of fill you in. Okay. There's a comic that they that's about him that like it's called the search and it's their search for his mother and this is separate from the avatar kiyoshi thing it's just like a separate comic yeah so after the show came out they they released these standalone comics oh nice and i've said this before i've read i've read a couple of them i read this one the one about him finding it um or searching for his mother yeah i want us to do to read these comics especially the first two because those two actually the third one too but the first two, I think, are pretty important Yeah, going into Legend of Korra, Korra? actually. Because okay. it takes place after. Yeah, we should do some comic yeah. episodes. And then they, they do have some comments that uh, some comics that are take place during the series. Anyways, that's a cliffhanger, and that's the ending. And is that it for the newbie recap? Oh, man, what a recap. Yeah, 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 I think so, right? Okay. Yeah. Plot-wise, I mean, we're yeah. into the themes and stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about our favorite parts. I guess no predictions this time. Oh, yeah. What? Well, Actually, no. What, what, what predictions? Okay, predictions. I know there's not much we can say here, but okay. Well, I already told you. Yeah. That Korra is the next Avatar after Aang. Yes. Okay. So she's a waterbender, I think. She comes from the Water Nation. Yeah, because it's 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 a cyclical cycle. Right, right. right. Kyoshi was before. That's why the Fire Nation destroys the Air Nomads because they want to just snuff out the Avatar. Oh, right, right, right. Because right, right, they know that's yeah. going to come next. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. the same cycle. Yeah, so yeah. she's from the Water Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water Tribe. Yeah. Give me your prediction. And this is, uh, part of this is still being written. Paramount, I'm not sure if it's a movie or a TV show, but the, the original creators of this show, Ancora, they are signed back on for Paramount+. Plus. They're creating like four different projects simultaneously right now. One of them is about the Aang gang as young adults. So they've they've all grown up at this point, and it's it's about that. They haven't said anything more than that, but there's more to come from this. But I see. I want to know <laughs> prediction. Maybe uh, okay. Just briefly predict. Yeah. Everything that happens. Jesus. Between now until Korra, the rest of oh Aang, the rest of Aang's life. How long does he live? What are his future conflicts? How does the world resolve from the events? It ends with Zuko becoming the Fire Lord, but what becomes of that? And like, what? Where does the world go from next? And what is what's the next stage? Oh, brother! So I guess by the time Korra is starting, that means Aang is dead, right? By nature of Korra being yes. born and being an adult, yes. Right? So I think Aang probably lives. I don't know. Boomy's fucking old. Boomy's like a hundred. He's like a hundred. So yeah. I think Ang probably lives to like a similar age, maybe like hundred or hundred fifty. Like okay, hundred fifty. I don't know. Hundred twenty. Because 
Well, actually, let me give you this information. Yeah. Is that if you recall from season one, yeah. Ko said that Avatar Karuk lived five or 600 years ago. Okay. And so between Karuk, it was only Kiyoshi and Roku and Aang. Oh, interesting. And so I'll just tell you now, Kiyoshi lived to be like unreasonably old. Like hundreds. Like hundreds of years old. Oh, right? really? That's a, just a fun fact about Kiyoshi. Oh. And they don't touch on this in the show, but it's implied. Once, yeah. you, once you go back to season one, you said five or 600 years ago. Hold on a second. Aang is 112 years old. Yeah. Roku was fucking old, but he wasn't that old. No, he was probably like 80 or something. Yeah. Minus those two, that leaves yeah. Kiyoshi. Yeah, so which is... She's really, hundreds. really old. So you're saying like probably something having to do with be- being the Avatar, perhaps it lets you live a really fucking long time You'll have time to read the novel to find out. Shut the... F- <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... I feel like Aang probably lives more than 100 years. Okay. But like not too much more. Okay, and then what? what is... What happens? Yeah, I, I think in his old age, he probably is content to drift into the woodwork mm-hmm. and like a very monk-like past when he feels it's his time. Okay. I think in the meantime, though, he will probably look to do something around the Air Nation, okay. whether it's like revive the sites, revive the culture. I don't know. Maybe he goes out there in search of monks or something, or like maybe he and Katara try to pop out 20 Air Nation <laughs> monks or something. Okay. I think he's probably dedicates his life to rebuilding a prosperous, balanced, peaceful world, mm-hmm. as well as which includes a revitalization of at least air nomad culture, if not actually their lineage and okay. heritage. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I That's like I, all that. What do you see for Fire Lord Zuko? Fire Lord Zuko. I, I, that sounds that doesn't it feels <laughs> unnatural in my tongue. Yeah. Fire Lord Zuko, I think he probably has the most active hand in what I just said about bringing back order to the world because, well, the military power is kind of what's controlling the world right now. Aang, I think, is probably going to be more of a, like, advisor Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, I think Aang, because he's a powerful bender, has, one, he has the PR, like, morale and unifying nature Mm. and then two he can actually physically help with a lot of infrastructure (laughs) (laughs) along with Toph being an earthbender yeah yeah yeah. being an earthbender being but being just like a powerful bender of all things okay so yeah I think there will be a lot of like military downscaling Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of infrastructural and educational like building they'll be building things yeah they'll be building building and rebuilding things okay I think they'll withdraw like a lot of military forces yeah I think they will reorganize like the messaging and like history and a lot of the militaristic, jingoistic, is it jingoistic? Jingoistic culture of the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. And I think Zuko will probably invest a lot of Fire Nation resources and technology towards helping to rebuild mm-hmm. the Water Nation and the. Mm-hmm. I don't think Boston Say needs too much help, to be honest. But, okay. But yeah. like the air, air temples and stuff like that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Sokka, Katara, Suki, Toph. Yeah. Um, Toph, I think, is going to just, like, I don't know. Toph, I think, will post up in Bossing Say and, like, just be, like, a fucking master. Mm-hmm. I think that, I don't know. Like, she's got so much power, but, like, what, what, what there's no world evil to really, like, yeah. use it on, like... Mm-hmm. I, I, why is every answer I have rebuild infrastructure? <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. Too pragmatic. Yeah, it's, I'm like, well, lots of the green were deal. Destroyed, the green so. deal. They'll <laughs> they'll create jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about them really. I think they'll just live a happy life. Okay. Like, yeah. Happy happily ever after. Yeah. Okay. Like Suki and I think Suki and uh, what's his name are gonna be together. Uh, Sokka. Sokka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suki plays Sokka as the yeah, yeah. person you remember. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I think that works for um, future predictions. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I'm going to dig deeper into that. Yeah. When we do our um, recap episode, we're going to do a recap of the whole series. We're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have, by the way, I'm just going to interject here. We have many 
post finale episodes planned. I have like seven ideas for different yeah. episodes. Oh, this is not the end of the podcast. No, 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 no. This is not. Oh, no. in, case, in case my <laughs> sentimental <laughs> monologue made it seem like we're never doing a podcast again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not the end. So we have many ideas for future episodes. One of them is going to be a retrospective, including Nikki. She's going to be a part of that one. <laughs> and we're going to talk, we're going to go over all sorts of predictions and all that. But I think that's about it for predictions because okay. this is the end of the series. I don't want to go dwell too much on it. Yeah. Let's talk about our favorite parts. Yep, yep. Dude, how, where do it's we gush even fest. start? Gush fest, where, right? where do we even start, man? Exactly. I'm I'm speechless at the end. Yeah, I think if you went back and like looked at all the volume spikes in our <laughs> watching videos. I could just do a, I'll just yeah. editor Eli, future Eli. Roll the fucking highlights tape. <laughs> oh my god, they're just going right into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what the hell is that? It's just freaking Iron Man, bro. Metal bending. Dude, so OP, bro. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck. Do it, Aang! No. Get out of there, Katara. Fucking knew it. Fucking knew it. Knew it! If I called that one, I called that one. It looks like this is the end. What? Oh. I took away your firebending. You can't use it to hurt or threaten anyone else ever again. Get out of here. Yes. Get out of here, Mechanist. What? Boom, it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And we're back. Uh, okay, well, clearly when Toph, like, they, it was... The metal bending the, thing. Dude, not only the metal bending, but how the sequence went. It was like, she did knock, 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 boom. boom kicked it down. And yeah. I thought that was just going to be the bit. Yeah. But she doesn't just kick it in. She kicks it in. Somersault rolls, bends the fucking metal door around her as a suit of armor Mm -hmm. so that firebending has no effect on her. And then just like crunch, crunch, crawls on the ceiling, basically knocks everyone out. She like metal bends herself up. Up. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the most original Metal Gear Solid like espionage (laughs) entry sequences I've seen. Yeah. That's also humorous. Yeah. Taika Waititi Marvel can't yeah. shake a stick at that. Exactly. Like, like yeah. it was so good. Mm-hmm. I really loved the epic pans of Fire Lord Ozai or Phoenix King Ozai when he was on the ship. Yeah. Oh, that one, that yeah. like 3D shot of him when he's on yeah. the bridge. And I was like... Usually the 3D, I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm usually not this about time, it. This, this was episode, it, they did a great job. I don't know. I, I was... We took a short break, but uh, I was telling Eli before, like, I thought the episode would be amazing because of, like, writing complexities and twists and reveals. But it was kind of straight on. They didn't airbender finesse an incredibly mind-blowing heavy script Mm -hmm. ending. It was just straight down the middle, earthbending style, amazing execution, amazing action, amazing acting, Mm -hmm. very thematic things. Basically, they spent the whole three seasons setting up amazing yes. context and stories, and then they just nailed they, the execution. They, yes. And and that was seen. Okay, so so the 3D of Ozai, like, oh, it was cool looking, but it's more than that. It just they just made the scale yes. feel so real. Exactly. And that's so hard to do. And the stakes were all there yeah. too. That shot of him doing that, it's like, okay, this is yeah. this is the evil guy shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts bending and then his Face is lighting yeah. up, and it's like I cannot describe to you guys. Yeah. They just completely nailed it. They nailed it, and I yeah. think, and I think, especially because they are so powerful, I think there is a high risk of uh, Dragon Ball Z power scaling yeah. numbness. This is the problem I have with My Hero Academia movies. Yeah, like they're very cool. And the key anime, there's this I don't remember his name, but there's a key animator who works on that and a bunch of other anime. He does an incredible job and like is really good at making things almost incomprehensibly epic. Mm. But some of the, the anime movies, it's like... United yeah, States! Yeah, it's, it's almost too much. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You could barely under... You can barely see what's happening. As much as I love the show, and I think it's a good episode, 
Jujutsu Kaisen season two, the fight with. You haven't done it? I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I just entered Shibuya incident. You just start okay. You can't tell me. Uh, I won't. I it's won't. so good. That's that was my favorite thing of last year. I know. I saw that, and yeah. I, that's why I was like, I gotta watch this. Okay. To talk about the My Hero Academia movies, it's like it just it goes. I think a little too crazy, and it's hard to even see what's happening. Yeah. And I they just barely do it. Where it's like this is extremely epic. I think this show, what they did with this after the last Airbender, this finale is just the right amount of epic and scale and hugeness that feels super dramatic super cool and still allows for tons of great action yeah no the action sequence was good because they were at the superhero yes level for yes. sure i will say i was like if you do this too much i'm gonna yeah. start docking points but they paced it but they, but they so paced it really well, well. Uh-huh. um i thought that was fucking cool i thought azula's wailing yeah mm-hmm. like Very azula's powerful. arc was super unexpected actually for me mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of put me off at first, but I think I, I really like it because it also serves as a really incredible foil to Zuko yeah. and his journey. Yeah. And the difference between them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, th- I think like the, the part where I most involuntarily yelled was <laughs> when Aang was about to redirect lightning back at Ozai. Yeah. And then it slows down. Yeah. And he redirects it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I think I yelled, do it Aang! <laughs> and he didn't. You were all of his past lives. Yeah, dude. I was rivet. I was like on the edge of my seat. Yeah. For a lot of that. And huh, I, there were a lot of action shots. That, and they hadn't done this in any of the previous episodes, mm. which is why I think it worked a lot. It was it was not quite what just what's this director's name? The guy that did 300. He's Zack Snyder. Yes. Snyder does a lot of uh, slow motion action. Yeah. It what it didn't feel I think it kind of comes off cheesy, to be honest. Yeah, totally. but but he, they did something similar where they like slow, whoo, mm-hmm. slow down, and yeah. you see like the spark of a firebend starting, mm-hmm. or like Ang like redirects after he enters the Avatar state. He like redirects wrist blocks mm-hmm. the Fire Lord's attack like up mm-hmm. into the air. Like they had some of they had. I think they did it almost like six times, and mm-hmm. I thought it was really good every time they did yeah. it when Katara like exhaled to uh, melt the ice around Mm -hmm. herself and Azula Mm -hmm. like that like all slow motion like really cool Mm -hmm. I just want to shout out I think also the scoring and sound design in this episode for like me when I didn't pay attention to this stuff I didn't realize how much of that stuff adds and like almost carries Mm -hmm. Um, and the action was good don't get me wrong but I think to be honest the MVP of a lot of those scenes was the scoring and the sound design especially the final Agni Kai Yes. You were expecting something crazy fast, crazy frenetic. Yeah. But it they scored according to Zuko's point of view. They have this sweeping orchestral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like solemn. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you feel the uh, you feel the sorrow of fighting potentially to the death of your mm-hmm. sister who you love, and like you empathize with more than she ever knows. Mm-hmm. And just to speak to that scene, to me. Yeah, I think it slightly edges out the Aang, even though the Aang fight is like mind blowing. The way that they executed this Zuko scene with Zuko versus Azula, I just love. I love it so much, really, because of the way they animate the characters. Yeah, it's not only the way that they do the fire bending, Zuko's poses that he does, and his martial arts and his face. It tells so much when he would stop down and do his like kind of yeah, action yeah, pose yeah. thing. It's just so cool. And yeah. he, he's not, he doesn't have that like stressed, yeah. um, I'm going to die look on his face. He's confident the whole time. Yeah. And he's not an angsty awesome. boy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you see the changed man. Like he's so much more calmer in this fight. Yeah. Like, he's not anxious. He's not like. And that's why he wins. And that's because why that's yeah. how Azula was all yeah. along up until this yeah, point. Yeah. 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 And I think that, I mean, Ang's always kind of been a foil. Mm-hmm. Zuko throughout the show, but like I think they did a really good job of they injected a part of Azula also having visions of his mom, her mom, mm-hmm. and clearly has pain having to do with her parents. Yeah, and in that moment, you realize that she is also going through the pains. Yeah, that Zuko is going through it. Just she chose a very different path, mm-hmm. and it kind of devoured her, and that was her demise. Because to be honest, like Azula was nowhere near her. Yeah, most fearful. Yeah, or fe- fear ferocious. Yeah, she was unhinged. And predictable, mm-hmm. and the way that Katara outsmarted her was really cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, even killed Azula would have never fallen for that. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, I think it definitely did come as a surprise when we watched it. I think if you're watching this weekly, yeah, yeah or yeah. if you're binging it, it's much clearer. I think so. I Azula's think so. descent yeah. in, into this. I think it really kicks off because her entire ego is built on everyone praising her her whole life. Yeah. Right? She's always been the favorite child of her father because she's more talented than Zuko. Yep. She's good at what she does because she gets rewarded in various ways. But it starts to crumble down when Tylee and May yeah. uh, betray her because that's she yeah. can't believe that they would ever do that yeah. because she's ruling them with fear. And then when she shows up at the Western Air Temple, there's that moment where she's on top of the balloon and she's like screaming at Zuko, like yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. becoming an only child. You know, you see her a little bit oh, more unhinged. Oh yeah, she's a little unhinged. And yeah. then, and then when she's like back talking her dad. Uh, when he becomes the Phoenix yeah, King. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's more obvious when we when you watch it a bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Okay, uh, yeah, I see that, I see yeah. that. Yeah, I think, I think really big shout out to the sound design and the, and the, the scoring. Mm-hmm. It, it was, they used a lot of music that wasn't used before in the, in the show. Mm-hmm. And they, it added really artistically to what they were trying to say, say thematically. Mm. And then just like the action, obviously, like the, like the energy of yeah. the thing. Even the ending sequence after the war was over, you know, the song that we end our podcast with, yeah. they were playing like a rendition of that. And that like signals like the end of the entire show as mm. well. Mm. Very heartfelt. Yeah, and, and something about the rock crumbling sounds felt more real. Yeah, it's really, episode. really punchy. Yeah. I mean, really honestly, crisp. all of the elemental sounds, especially the... I was actually going to call it the firebending sound. Yeah, so that was going to... They, gonna, yeah, the they had like a... One. Yeah, they, they used this like blowtorch sound yeah. that they hadn't used before with firebending. And you would see that, the kind of like... Like that yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would see that when someone was beginning to do like a fucking huge firebending yeah. blast there'd be like this little jet of fire at yeah, first yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it would explode to be like yeah you know, yeah yeah 50 stories high yeah fire and i really i thought that added so much to it to show that forceful yeah uh, build up before the un having it unleash yeah i mean i think that's part of like the scale right is that mm. and the show earned it right like the show earned it by explaining all the philosophy behind becoming a better firebender Mm -hmm. the show earned it by showing zuko struggle with it Mm -hmm. early on and then later on when he couldn't firebend anymore when he lost his purpose Mm -hmm. we learned that it's about breath and it's about controlling your rage Mm -hmm. so when we get to this episode iroh goes yeah every hundred years you know you Uh get to feel the power whatever Mm -hmm. and then they nose inhale yeah. And pause. Yeah. And make you wait. Mm-hmm. And, and the then the sound. Circling behind yeah, him. yeah. And then they use that sound and they, they slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. They just did a really good job of using audiovisual cinematic elements to enhance that feeling for the viewer. And I, I, I just. Yeah. Amazing storytelling, amazing visual sound yeah. design. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorite parts, man. I, I have more. Oh, uh, at the end, I really like that everyone was in. Uh, people were wearing garb of yeah. like random colors. Yeah, a, a yeah, lot yeah. of them were wearing Earth Nation colors just because mm-hmm. they were in Bossing Say. Yeah, throughout the show because you're so used to cartoons doing this. <laughs> throughout the show, I was never like, why are they never wearing different colors? Yeah, yeah. But like at the end of the show, a lot of people are wearing like mm-hmm. different nations colors, mm-hmm. and I like that. Mm-hmm. To speak to my favorite parts, yeah, I want to call out all of the the heroic shots. There's uh, a lot of hero they, shots, they do yeah. these amazing heroic, sh- many of them that you want to stand up in your seat and cheer, yeah. but not in this, not in a way. <laughs> not the, not the woman Avengers. Yeah, oh yeah, not only, not even that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit on Marvel movies again. <laughs> I, I think so many of them are so unfunny, and they do these parts of the movie that it's clearly like I'm, I'm thinking back to Spider-Man, the one with all the old Spider-Man that came back. Spider-Man, yeah, yeah, No yeah. Way Home. That one, there's so many moments in that where it's like pause for applause. And it's people did people like that. Give it to them, sure. For me, it doesn't work. I think that this show, it I doesn't it overdo it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't hold the shots long enough that you're like, oh, this is supposed to be the moment that people it's not awkwardly long or awkwardly there. I think other Shows and movies might do a little bit of a bad job at that. I think this yeah. does it perfectly where 
it's not just for the sake of, ooh, heroic shot. Let's look how cool this person, uh, or everyone stand up and applause, please. Please clap. Uh, Jeb Bush, please clap. It's like, it's more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. It's, it serves a purpose beyond that. I mean, I can gush about the, the Agni Kai fight forever. In this episode, they have like, they had several new ways of bending many of the elements that we haven't seen before. Yep. We always call that out when that happens. That happened many times uh, throughout this episode. So I love to see that. You, I could keep going. I don't even know what to say because like There's I'm so, I'm things, so speechless about this episode yeah. that I, it's hard for me to pinpoint. Yeah, I will say, things. I will say, I did call, I did pretty much call out <laughs> Zuko diving in front of lightning. You did in front of yes, Katara, you did. Which I feel proud of, but also I do feel like that's that's a little bit of a gimme. Like that's a little <laughs> bit of a that's not a hard that wasn't hard to predict, right? Yeah, that Agni Kai was fucking epic, dude. The yeah. the visual of the blue and red, their martial yeah. arts. I think it really. The the strings during that was yeah, or yeah the orchestra during that was doing it for me totally. I was actually moved by the Toph hanging part. Yeah, I thought for a second like, is Toph gonna die? I thought that the first I time I watched it too. That. I'm like, had, I love a show or anything that can do a. I don't know how they're gonna get out of this one yeah. scenario. Even when you know, it, like you you think about it, it's like okay, I don't know if this show would actually do that. Yeah, yeah. but in the moment, you're like. Ooh, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, see yeah. a way out of this. Yeah. That moment, I totally agree with you. Yeah. It's like, oh, she, this she's completely out of her element. She can't see. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she's hanging from the air. Yeah. You know? Literally. And the suit. Yeah, that's another moment when Suki shows up. It's just quick enough where it's like, yay, Suki! But it's not like hold, pose. Yeah. Everyone applause. clap. Once you're done clapping, we'll move on. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, 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 it's yeah, it. Yeah. She comes in, and then next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else can I talk about? Okay, for the final fight with Ozai. I mean, I just want to talk about Ozai's bending. Ozai's bending is fucking cool. I think Ozai, yeah, we got to talk about Ozai, dude. Uh, I mean, I just think, I I talked about his, like, blowtorch thing, that that first shot of his fire coming down is so cool. It's just natural that you would, Azula only a few episodes ago on the Boiling Rock introduced jetpacking or, like, Iron Manning, and then you immediately see him do it. It's like, oh, of course this guy can do that. Yeah. Where she, Azula had to learn this from someone. Yeah. The way that they animated him flying, he has this ferocity in him that you rarely ever see. And I love all these moments. And this is, I think, another moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, they let them cook. They let the characters be their fullest self is when they do that thing where they're like, rah, and the fire comes out of their mouth and out of the yeah. and it backs out and you see the flames going 100, 200, yeah, yeah, 300 yeah. feet in every direction. I'm glad they did that. I don't even know what more to say about it. I just like it. It's great. Yeah, it was good scale. It was like, holy shit that they're... We talked about this one of the couple episodes ago that like they don't explicitly do it, but we get a sense that like just because you can bend doesn't mean you can bend the same yeah. amount of dexterity and like scale. And I do think we there, there's a su- subtle understanding of like, holy shit, that scale is big. Not every firebender can do that. Mm-hmm. I think him like hear me roar mm-hmm. with firebending was really epic. And also like before Aang entered the fire... Or enter the Avatar state, like Ozai was, yeah, he like was, starting to he win. Was, it was, was even for a bit, even for a bit, but he yeah. started to take the upper hand, definitely. And like, you know, when Bowser is B spamming you, and you just have to <laughs> like press R and just yeah, stay just, there. Yeah, yeah, that's what Ang was doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, get me out of here, please. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Just, was just waiting for some time to roll escape. I thought that, and I bought it, and I mm. liked that he was like darting in the air. Because he can jet propulsion, like he can like change directions midair. Mm-hmm. His firebending is so powerful that like he can just like crumble rocks and like yeah, like he can shit split things in yeah. half. He, ha- he would have these kind of lashes or like, yeah. whips, building size whips that would slice through things. And yeah, Aang would block them. Yeah, it was just it's unbelievably animated. Yeah, and I get your desire to just go back and immediately watch it again. Yeah, I gotta it's see that so again, much. Man. It's so, so much. delicious. To yeah. take in that you want to yeah. see more, but I really liked Ang's earthbending. I think yeah. more than anything in yeah. that fight because mm. he was like shooting these pillars, crushing them together, pushing them together yeah. throwing boulders. At one point, after he gets into the Avatar state, he like bullets, yeah, sends out yeah. semi-automatic bullets out of fucking yeah. his. The rocks. sound on that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah his... really fucking cool. And he like condenses them. Did yeah. you see that? When he's first entering the Avatar state, he's gathering all the elements up towards him. Yeah. They're bigger, and then he condenses the rocks. Oh, to make it more yeah. dense? That's epic. Yeah. I think I missed that. 
I didn't process it because there were so many things to process. It's Ugh. great. I love that people who create universes like this can easily write themselves into a scenario where it's just unfortunate of the circumstances. And I always make this example. Okay. I don't know if I know what you mean. Okay. Harry Potter. Okay. Final fight against Voldemort. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. It's boring. <laughs> Why is it boring? Why is it boring? Because it's just good laser beam, bad laser beam. Yeah. Tug and pull. It's like yeah. tug of war, right? What more can they do except do the kill, the kill command? There's no need to use any other magic than die instantly, right? So that's all they do. That's boring. You wrote, they wrote themselves into a corner. And it, would, it could have been so easy for yeah. them to have a protagonist that was way less interesting to watch. But because you have a firebender who can fly and be super dexterous and Aang is super dexterous as an airbender, it made for just an incredible fight. That's true. So I just think I salute them for being able to world bend or not world bend, <laughs> world build in a way that led to the circumstances of this finale. Yeah, I agree. I just had a thought. One prediction that I got wrong was I thought there was going to be more of a Avengers like final battle. Yeah, it with, was like, just saying. It, war versus war, mm-hmm. but it really was like battle of the generals, mm-hmm. which I, I I liked how they did that. If you're ready, I want to talk about critiques. I'm ready. I'll probably think of more things I like. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm ready, and I have a few. Yep, yep. I'll start off with my one critique. Okay. I have two big critiques. One, I understand why they did this. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, this is about this show is about these characters. Yeah. And you want to maximize the screen time of our main gang. But I still want to see more of the White Lotus. Yeah. This is so cool. And you barely got to 100%, see them. Yeah. 100%. I think my prediction, prediction. Yeah. Netflix's live action show does really well. Yeah. They create a spinoff prequel about Iroh, Iroh. Yeah, and the White Lotus. Yeah. And it's going to be more edgy and like gritty. I want to talk about this real quick. They cannot make anything nearly as good as this in live action. Yeah, I don't know how they the, do that. the restraints of it. I don't know how they they, do that. they can't. The scale of what they accomplished with this is why it had to be animation. You can make it live action, but it's just going to look way cheesier. Well, it's, it's going to be so much harder. Going to do. be like Marvel, like Superman, Batman scale. Yeah, and that always looks like shit. When it's just huge beams yeah. of CGI, it just doesn't yeah. look as good. This looks amazing. Well, let's. I, I hope like the most talented people are on it, and I hope like CGI yeah. technology gets better. I don't know. We'll see. But anyways, sorry. The yeah. White Lotus. Yeah, White Lotus. I that's, wish a good, was, that's a good I, critique. I wish there was more. But I, I completely understand why there is as much as there is. Because it, at the end of the day, it, the three other places that the story takes place, yeah. it, in the airships with Suki and... Toph and Sokka with uh, Katara and Zuko and with Aang and the Fire Lord, that's obviously more important. Yeah. And so what can you do? My other critique, getting poked in the back. I don't know if that's enough to say, all right, back in the act. We're, we're back, baby. We're back. Yeah, that was my main one. Yeah. It's like, huh? Wait, I thought it's supposed to be he skipped the chakra. Like he's supposed to unlock his seventh. Chakra with detaching from the world, and he didn't really do that. Yep, that that was my biggest qualm. Yep, and like I don't I don't want to be a downer. I don't know I don't want to be a hater, but that that was like that seemed like I dare I say I'm a little bit disappointed. Yeah, that that's the way that they wrote it. It was like kind of like an accidental. Oh, randomly got lucky and got hit there, and it happened to work. He went to the chiropractor. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, that rock was his chiropractor. Right at I the mean, moment of death. Yeah, exactly. Because the chakras are a physical thing in their bodies. Their yeah. chi flow is a physical thing. Yeah. You know that from how Tai Lee uses chi blocking. Yeah. <laughs> just doing that, just coincidentally realigning his chi, <laughs> realigning his chakras, fl- causing his chi to flow yeah. through all of the chakras. That's a lot to happen. Sign me up for that rock. That's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought, need to see that rock. I thought that was kind of stupid, and yeah. it wasn't earned. Aang didn't earn that, right? Yeah. I like the sequence, like the flashes of the avatars lining yeah. up. I like that, but like it would have been awesome to for him to have like a split moment dialogue with the avatars. While he was in his rock. That would have been a yeah. good opportunity, yeah, too. Yeah, I think that would have been really yeah. cool for like 
either time is slowed down or like time doesn't exist in the spirit state yeah. when he's like having a, he's in an astral plane yeah. of some sort and he didn't have this like we don't see like i don't know there was nothing that he like struggled or fought or realized mm-hmm. it just kind of like he just got hit in the back i got poked in the back that was that was probably my biggest critique i have like the one, other one, one but yeah what's the other one uh, is that it for you the ones you have i think those are my two critiques of the finale because i yeah. again i think it's a i think it's a goaded finale i and think it's banger i think mm-hmm. have you watched the end of um attack on titan yeah yeah, so I think I think it was that it's giving that vibe. The yeah, rumbling is coming. The, the rumbling, He's stopping it, it, the rumbling. Yeah, it, it really felt like the rumbling was about yeah. to happen, and at that level of scale and epicness, mm-hmm. I think somehow this show managed to do in yeah so much less time mm-hmm. with like the restrictions of having to be a PG rated show. Yeah. So yeah. huge ups to this team. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm just saying cool things again. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but critique the biggest critique. I do think the Ang. Ozai fights did flirt with getting into Dragon Ball Z territory where it's like big pew pews and they're mm. flying around. Mm. This is more me like projecting my desires onto it. Yeah. And that they didn't do it. I'm just a little bit sad. I wish there was a lot more martial arts as opposed to flying element throwing mm. and crushing. Mm. And like you said, I'm very glad that they didn't do a lot of this like verbal like taunting and fronting and puffing their chest out and stuff Mm -hmm. like Dragon Ball Z. But I like that all of the elements were used, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that there was a lot of what I was hoping for, which is like combining, combining the elements. I really Mm -hmm. wanted like mud. I wanted magma. (laughs) I wanted snow. I wanted like, I I don't know how it works, like shards of ice, sleet, like Uh or something like, like kind of like how. Like what Katara did for me, for example, was like an example of like elemental innovation. Mm -hmm. And I think I kind of wanted that Mm -hmm. on Aang's side. But again, that's more like the cerebral writing complexity that I thought the episode was going to lean into versus the epicness scale and thematic Mm. gravitas. This this episode had so much gravity to it. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the martial arts component of the Aang fight. I think that's why I... Slightly prefer the Zuko fight because yeah, you get yeah. so much more of they that. They did bring it there. Yeah, they did and bring that, it there. that absolutely had exactly that. Yeah. They had the martial arts and having the, the bending scaled up to yeah, 11. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So I think, mm-hmm. I think you're right. That is okay that they did that on that side. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then this isn't a critique, but like could you I, – I, I actually – I think it just happened to be the volume yeah. on our TV and I didn't want yeah. to pause it. But I just didn't really hear what was happening when – he was having visions of the lion turtle. Or yeah. he was remembering the lion turtle. What was he's the lion re- turtle saying, saying? So what happened, you, you meant at the very end when he yeah, takes yeah, away yeah. his bending. The lion turtle said, well, he remembered the lion turtle saying before there was elemental bending, there was just people connecting with like the energy of, I, I'm paraphrasing, I'm yeah, getting yeah, wrong. Yeah. But essentially there's just people connected with the energy of the universe. And, and so that is like the, that's the formation of it. That's the grassroots of what bending is is yeah. is energy yeah and so that's when he he like imparted that knowledge in him he says it to him and he like he imparts that in, the lion turtle does into ang and then when he's being kind of overtaken he's being overtaken by the fire lord's energy yeah. into him and he's saying like you have to be you have to be pure or you have to be uh, of resolute soul in order to not to, to not be overcome by your yeah. opponent's yeah. energy and so that's what happens is he's uh, his spirit perseveres and he's able to win out against the Fire Lord spirit. And then that's how that resolves. Yeah. I would have loved some speed flash anime cutscenes there of like that him remem- remembering like Gyatso and his memories. <laughs> that would with- be if that was an anime. Yeah, that yeah, would absolutely. Happen. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's more anime. <laughs> yeah, like him remembering all the fun times and like all the people that he has to save. Yeah, like. <laughs> that, that would be an anime thing. I was saying, yeah. like, and then there'd be like a, a vo of life isn't about power. Life, <laughs> life is about a life, a good life lived. <laughs> you won't conquer me. Yeah. I, all right, he, you're right. You're right. Be screaming. <laughs> and then it comes out and he wins. Yeah, yeah. That's how it would be. Because that's... And I don't All right, shit okay, on that. fine. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I don't want to shit on that too much. Yeah. Because other shows have done that and I still like it. <laughs> like Demon Slayer absolutely does it. And yeah. I think they do a good job. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'm not a Demon Slayer watcher. But okay. Yeah, okay, that's funny. 
Um, okay, I think I, I think I, I again. I think I need to watch it again. But okay, yeah, I buy that. I like I like how they resolved. I thought it was going to be a critique. I, I like. I thought they would have to make Ang choose mm. between you know doing it mm. or not. But um, I think you weren't able to guess it. Yeah, well, I not even close to guessing that. And mm. I think they. It doesn't feel like a cop out. I think they did mm-hmm. it right. I, I agree. I think it works. I think it's a think really it good conclusion in a, a neat and tidy way. Yeah, to, yeah. To dispose of someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, folks, I think it's time for a bogus thesis. Oh, brother. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, I think I have a bogus thesis. Go ahead. Okay, I think my bogus thesis is that Aang is actually a very bad avatar, <laughs> and that he fucked up. A, in a similar way that Roku did, Ooh. by not f- fully ending any possibility of further destruction, he selfishly chose a way out that he was against the will of selfishness. Huh? Act of selfishness. Yeah, because he went against the will of basically all the Avatar, mm-hmm. like is implied. Kind of like mm-hmm. all the voices were saying, like, "You will pay for your fucking shit, Ozai." So he think he's sel- his your thesis that he's selfish. Yes, and because of his selfishness, Ozai and his ideology is allowed to live on, right? Mm. Like him, him, and him and Azula are both like seedlings still exist, mm-hmm. right? And my thesis is saying that, like, because of that, in the next hundred years, they're going to they're going to bide their time and like make sure that their ideology lives on, carries on, and in Legend of Korra or onwards, there's going to be a Third Reich, a resurgence <laughs> of. Uh, imperialistic fire nation behavior because mm. Aang, because Aang was selfish and didn't do the thing that all the other avatars wanted him to do. You know what? I'll actually say this now. Yeah. The first major comic after this yeah. somewhat addresses this. Somewhat addresses okay, this okay, idea okay. in some form, but it does address the idea of his relationship with the other avatars. I'll say that. I feel like the other avatar probably pissed at him. Guess we'll have to find out. <laughs> we didn't hear from Roku. That's true. Yeah, I think if this was a longer thing, a longer finale, that there would have been a moment at the end where he speaks to all the avatars again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't say too much about that because some of this is addressed later on. Okay. My thesis. My thesis is that Azula is primarily motivated by jealousy. Yeah. We've seen jealousy come up with her several times. Yeah. Think about on the beach. Yes. She admitted to Tylee, it's like, all right, I've, how do you, how do you get guys? Yeah. She doesn't know. <laughs> I want to get this Chad. I want to get, yeah, beach Chad. <laughs> Chad guy. And I think she's jealous of Zuko. As much as she puts him down and thinks she's superior, I think ultimately she's jealous of him. I agree. Because in her moment of desperation, she's not able to reconcile with the fact that she's deserving of love. While Zuko always has been. And I think she wishes in many ways she could be like him. And she snuffs that down. And she uses that as her superpower in some ways and saying, I am the better one. Yeah. But in other ways, she says she internally thinks in her downfall is that I was never loved, truly. And that's her jealousy. Yeah. And we see that in her mirror scene. Exactly. She says, no, actually, I'm not afraid of you. I love you. And she can't accept that. Yeah. A good, a good fucking bogus thesis would be how all the characters map to different psychoses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets a personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a special episode. <laughs> all right. Well, there's the end of the bogus thesis. There's the end of this episode. And I have a very special sponsor mm. for today. This episode is sponsored by you, listener. It's sponsored by the time that you've put in and you've chosen to spend with us along this journey. I would rather accept money from no other corporation than to know. Even fake money. Even fake money from fake corporations (laughs) than to know that what is truly sponsored are those warm feelings in all of your hearts, hopefully, (laughs) after you've finished this with us. Yeah. Thanks for sponsoring us. Yeah. Thank you very much. And... Like they say to sponsors, we couldn't have done this without your support. Every step of the way, you know, we've gone through periods of not posting for like over a month, two months. But many of you, maybe not all of you, but many of you stuck with (laughs) with us (laughs) and have made it to the end. And 
those messages that you would leave us, these unexpected Instagram DMs, website comments, Spotify comments, emails. That's what all, all every time we said, you know what, Peter, let's go through and let's finish this thing. And I'm so happy that we timed it as beautifully as we could yeah, because we can roll real. right into the, the live action. So thank you, listeners, for all this whole journey. And again, I'll close off by saying this is not the end. There will be more to come. We have a ton of episodes planned. There's also Legend of Korra and, of course, the Netflix live action that's coming out. You better believe we'll be on that pretty much immediately <laughs> as those episodes come out. I hope they do it in, in trios. Because yeah. I'm not going to do eight episodes in a row. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, too no, much. No. Yeah, so now that you've listened to the full namesake of the podcast, why don't you leave a review and let us know, did we achieve everything that you hoped for in listening to the first time? What do you think? Yeah, I think if you haven't rated or you know left a comment, this might be a good time. I think <laughs> I, you know, that's not like us shilling our podcast. I yeah. think it, I'm feeling very reflective right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I... I'm a more balanced, grounded, and happier person for this show, for this podcast. And if you have similar sentiments, I'd love to hear them, whether it's about the show or this podcast. Yeah. And then I guess this is also a good time of to request some feedback. Now that we have our mainline entries done, if you guys have episode ideas... Oh, yeah. That Much you more would open like, to them now. Yeah. yeah if, you, if anything that you'd like for us to talk about, we're all ears... <laughs> Hit us up on any of those ways that I mentioned before. I'll read it and we'll put it in the pipeline. So with that, I'll say thanks again. And Peter, what are your words of wisdom? My words of wisdom, I think what the show is trying to tell us is that we need to go out there and forge our own path and manifest our destiny. But it's not just okay, but encouraged for us to do it our own way and the way that feels right to us. 